Mystery Geek. I'm Richard F. And I'm Richard S. Well, uh, I think we should do a you know systems check here, Richard. Yep. Are we actually using the appropriate microphone input device? At this it looks stage? that way. The waveform looks poor. Yep. Okay. Uh, we're actually get garage band check. Correct. <clears throat> microphone check. Correct. You check. I'm here. Me check. Present. Yeah, yeah. Present. Every everything is present. Everyone, and everyone present. Accounted for. Uh, where the internet port appears to be clear, good and functioning. We're ready to be rebooted. Yeah, so no, we're all go. We'll go. Good. We've we've had an extensive uh, preamble to the show, ladies and gentlemen, just to kind of get in the zone. That's get, right. Get in the zone because we've we've been cold usually. Yeah. Usually, I've, I don't know if people notice, but you know, we spent at least what forty minutes warming up. Yeah. And That's then right. the last five ten minutes, we run hot. Yeah, we run hot there, and then yeah, we've shut yeah. down. Yeah. It's a bit like you know, you can imagine they go, you know, we're cutting over, cutting over to watch the the All Blacks game uh, at the point where they start to warm up. I mean, yeah. they do that, but, yeah, do. but quite often you don't actually just have to watch it. Whereas uh, it doesn't really work in the audible world, does it? No. I mean, we don't do like mouth exercise. You don't hear like wow, 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 wow. Did we? Yeah, when we were when we really cared. You know, just about uh, audio quality and, uh, you know, working through the whole pre-podcast nerves. That's right. Which you don't really get so much. I thought they were just mistakes. I didn't realise they were warm-up exercises. <laughs> yeah, no, you know. And you get the, get the um, you know, the intonation right and the elocution correct. It's True. like the whole King's Speech thing, really, isn't it? It is. It is. It was a... You know, imagine the King's Speech if he'd done that as a podcast. True. He wouldn't have had... As a one-take movie. Well, actually, if you think about it, back in... They, they probably do those things now. Does this Queen do her speech at Christmas time live? I no, know. I bet not. Well, I don't know actually. She probably goes through auto tune anyway. Yeah, I bet she does, yeah. and I bet they. She probably uh, speaks like an East Ender love. <laughs> but I reckon they probably delay it by a few seconds in case she has one of those wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> you know, oh god, you oh, know, oh, yeah. the corgis jumped up, and oh, okay, so we just wind it back a little bit. I thought so. corgis were like elephants. I don't think they can jump. Uh, can elephants can jump? No, they can't. They, well, they can Remember rise they got, up on their hind. They've got no knees. They can rise up on their hind legs though, when faced by a mouse. True. So that <laughs> is good enough as jumping. Okay, yeah. I apologise. I apologise to the Queen's they corgis. They got knees. They kind of got knees. Okay. Look, this is yet another case where you bring up stuff about the physical world, Richard. That I don't think you're actually qualified to bring up. Elephants so, don't have knees. Don't they? Well, but, oh yeah, corgis do, but they may as well not for all their well, uh, like athletic little little fat little things. Aren't yeah, they? that's right. Like rats of legs and things. Yeah, so no, it's good. I, I listened to the beginning of the last podcast, Richard, and, and the audio was was awful. Was, was it awful? It was awful. I, mainly me because the microphone's um, proximity, I guess, is closer to me since I'm next to the computer. But you sounded fine. Great. We should. <laughs> you've sounded better in that one to, until we switch. Well, maybe yeah. you could have the, the snowball and I can have the built-in. Yeah, or vice versa. we should do that yeah. in the future. That'll be weird. Right. Stereo. But, but we've been experimenting. Well, you've been experimenting, Richard. You decided to take us into the 21st century. Well, yeah, century. It's, it's, it's 2012, and I thought, you know, it we've is. been going for a year and, and a little bit, and I thought it's time to just to look at the format, refresh the format a little bit, have a bit mm. of a think about what we're doing and what we could be doing better. A full 360-degree review, uh, to use management wank speak. <laughs> uh, and which so one like. of the... Which, no, well, you don't like wank as a, as a term. No, but, well, I don't mind that. Well, as a term, <laughs> applied to other people who are worthy of that. Not not the actual... Anyway, let's, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> anyway, yes. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> a wank applied to other people. Yeah. Very good. Um, uh, and so I thought... I did wonder, um, you know... I, we were looking at ways in which you and I could collaborate a bit better before we got together so that the show didn't sort of come across as a bunch of where we surprise each other about things that we've been reading about. 
Um, and so I wanted to I wanted to post some stuff up so that um, up on the blog, and so that would enable people to kind of see what we were thinking about if they were interested in what we were thinking about into podcast, so to speak. Mm. Um, and if they weren't interested, um, they didn't have to read it. Just speak the stuff majority. them. <laughs> stuff them. I say if they're not interested. <laughs> yes, if they prefer our our uh, oral uh, output as opposed to our uh, written output, then yeah. then the, the consumer choice. Where. This is a multi-channel kind of experience. Yeah, it is. It is. And I thought apparently there's this 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 Twitter thing, newfangled Twitter thing, and a, and a Facebooky thing, and maybe we could even yeah. get on there one day. But I'm not sure about Facebook. I might yeah, do Twitter. I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, I'm not too sure about the Google either. I, I'm going to try out blogging first. I think blogging's got a future. Yeah. Although what, what I've what I've found so far is it's, it's quite hard work. Border border blogging. No, no, we should try that. I, I like the idea, Richard. Let's give it a go. It might increase uh, levels of engagement. It might. More with engagement. Uh, and turns this podcasting thing from being a one-way thing, that's right, uh, into potentially a one and a half way. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, part of building a, uh, a media empire. That's right. I, look, let's be honest. Whenever doing this, where we have live chat rooms going on and stuff, I mean, I can barely pay attention to you while we're doing this <laughs> podcast. Frankly, uh, if I need to actually pay attention to what other people are. Um, you know, bleeding on about and try to respond to that, then you know this will just be quiet for, for right. minutes. They'll be like, hang on, sorry, yeah, yeah. something coming through, something coming through, something coming through on the text machine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I can't, I can't multi. Yeah, uh, there's a reason we're not on radio. Yeah, yeah. Now we did try uh, collaboration in the past pre pre podcast <laughs> recording. Um, we were using Google Doc, and that that was almost that was quite successful for a time. But then I think you and I, Richard, we just, we just got into the zone. You get into the zone where you don't need to collaborate. It's like we've got this, uh, you know, telepathic, telepathetic thing going on between us that we don't need to. You know, yes. you're you're completing my sentences. I'm beginning yours. That's and right. All that kind of stuff. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, a bit of a loss as to why we need to do this. But hey, I'm all for progress, Richard. I'm all for progress. And it's not necessarily things. progress. It, it is. It's change, though. It's a change. It's well, change. I'm not. I'm not good with change. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's like a television series that's been going for a while, and they, and they move one of the characters. Yeah, you know, kill off a character. I what? thought about that. You're gonna I mean, kill, kill me off. <laughs> oh God. Okay. When you can't use my laptop. All this microphone, damn it. Oh, damn you. <laughs> Are you going to do that? Okay, so um, the next Ministry of Geek will be recorded on um, an iPod. Yeah, or your phone, yeah, maybe. My phone. Yeah. So what was one of the topics you put up? It was something about GPS. Nonsense, yeah, so I, I saw. <clears throat> so, nonsense. So I was using my GPS on holiday. Um, what sort? Yeah, it's it? uh, so, yeah. uh, Garmin, Navman, Nuvi, 139. Do you have any idea how many different models Garmin yeah, makes? Ridiculous yeah. numbers. And the, the website is specifically designed so that you cannot fathom what the difference between them are. Good marketing strategy. It is a great marketing strategy. And you assume that probably if you get a higher number that it's got more features. Well, more dollars, maybe. more features, more incomprehensible, inscrutable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in all fairness, I was using it, mostly I use it as a bit of a, a, a gimmick. I kind of well, I, with your family. I, yeah. I enjoy it. I quite like yeah. it. Like tells me. So I was driving up to Taupo from Wellington, which is like a four and a half hour journey. God, you wouldn't want to do that without GPS, would you? Four hundred odd kilometres. There's absolutely <laughs> no chance of getting lost unless you really do make Stupid. a concerted effort yeah. to get lost. Uh, and so for the most part, it was saying things like, you know, uh, you need to make a right ha- right hand turn in eighty nine kilometres. Yes. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of neat, you know, just sort of knowing when it thinks you're going to arrive, how much more time you've got to go. Yeah. The things you used to use a map book for, and, you know, the children in the back used to say, oh, mum and dad, I think it's about another 200 kilometres. Now they're, they're far too busy playing on the DVD player or the iPad or the iPod or whatever device they haven't discarded yeah. and haven't, you know, covered with, um, you know, chippy, chippy-based chippy fingers yeah. and peanut butter, yeah. Um, and so I quite, yeah, quite, quite enjoyed it. Did, you, did your wife enjoy it as well she didn't so much because when she was driving I turned it towards me so I could see how fast she was going 
Really? Yeah. See, that, you didn't see, like that it's, at all. it's a gadget for the driver, Richard. It's not for the passenger. That's something oh, you, no, 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 no. It's no, yours, no, isn't no, it? No, it's mine. It's my gadget. Yeah. Is it, so it's got downloadable maps that you can refresh? Yeah, so, so, yeah, so yeah. one of the reasons I chose Garmin um, is because they were offering uh, free downloads for the life of the device. Now, yeah, most companies charge you yeah. for those downloads. Um, I think part of that reason was probably to respond to the criticism that Garmin's maps were amongst the worst. Right. Um, and my personal experience is that that is correct. Are they using that open... Um no, I think street a, map, I, think, you know. I wish they were because then I could contribute an update. So. Um, but you know, yeah. so so you know, just for the podcast, we were talking about how I purchased a beachside property mm. in, a, in a new development, and when I say new development, it was about four years old. Yeah. As far as my GPS is concerned, that's a field, <laughs> which yeah. it still is your property. What you're <laughs> yeah, it me. is, but it does have a road going outside it with right. electricity and water. Yeah. Um, Pretty so. sad if you need your GPS to help you get to a property that you've actually brought. You know, yeah. Well, like I, I wanted it to optimize the route. You see. Yeah. I don't know, I've got a uh, Navman navigator thingy. It's pretty rudimentary. Uh, I believe you can you know, download and update the maps. I believe I'd probably have to pay for them, actually. The last time I used them was when I was uh, in Auckland, which is not, for our Australian listeners, the capital city of New Zealand, uh, or actually any listeners outside of uh, Australasia. Um, it's, it is the biggest city in New Zealand. That's true. Yeah. About one and a half million people, I think. But it's actually really difficult to get around if you're not an, an Aucklander and don't know the roading system, which last time I was there, in fact, um, I'll be there later this month. I don't know. And I was actually um, planning with my brothers what we were going to take, and I thought, oh, gosh, I should take the Navman. And I thought, oh, actually, I probably don't need to now because I've got an iPhone with a GPS thing built in. And, you know, we're not going to be driving around very much. We're going to be based in the CBD. So on the one trip that we go out, I think I can just use my phone. But okay. that was not available to me, I think it was three, four years ago, the last yeah. trip that we made, because yeah. I didn't have a phone that could do that. And now it's in my pocket. I don't need to take this thing with the little suction cup to fix it to the window and the little I know, power but it, cable. But it kind of, it's great. Yeah, it all kind of works. You know what I mean? Wow. In terms of the, the whole ecosystem of it, you know, it's got a nice cradle, it fits into the cradle. You can turn it on. It knows that its only real job in life is to um, is to navigate you. To suck on the so, window. So it, yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so it kind of does, kind of does that. Whereas with a phone, it's like you, I found holding it in the left hand while I was driving a little <laughs> awkward. Uh, and sometimes you got to hold it up quite high to get a good GPS, yeah. you know, good no. GPS fix. Oh, um, I'm so overall, my you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it, it doesn't work as a all-in-one device. Not only that, gets really hot on the dashboard. Uh, and tell you that might not be that healthy for your phone, but as a one-off, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, look, I you didn't need it to get a Taupo, so that that was, and that's what I'm saying. I'm actually it was a gimmick. Uh, yeah. For years, I've been thinking about buying one. I haven't bought one because I couldn't think of any reason for it. Now that I own one, I feel that I'm vindicated in that there is no, no reason, reason for it, <laughs> but that I still really enjoy it. I, you yeah, know, I get okay. a, a certain arcane pleasure about watching it. Sometimes I feel I should spend more time watching the road, but I'm okay. <laughs> you, well, you're driving by GPS. It's the, like drive by G- wire. The GPS says it's okay. It says I'm, it says I'm on the road, probably, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Ish. So, yeah, cool. cool. Does it, does it, it doesn't handle things like road conditions or traffic. No, because like that does. all requires subscription services, and I'm right. too cheap to pay yeah. for it. And New Zealand I don't starters. Know. Well, yeah. Well, you know, uh, is there a herd of sheep on the road? No, How no. deep is that herd of sheep? What's the velocity of that herd of sheep? Those are the sorts of considerations we need to factor in if we're driving on New Zealand roads, Richard. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, you know, you you can't... I think that's kind of beyond the technology, the current state of the technology, to handle that. True. You know? Well, yeah, it is. But yeah, I mean, on you know, some of the stuff that TomTom's doing in, in the UK where they provide, uh, where, they, where I think the system sends data back and they provide real-time updates as to how other people's traffic flows are going... Yeah. Or they collect statistics about typical flows, typical starts of the day, 
from people's devices and then use that sure. to provide um, crowdsourcing kind of yeah thing. That's, that's, that's actually really clever idea, it's really clever um, and they don't we don't do that in New Zealand probably because there's just not enough traffic I'm also, I think I'm a taker more than a giver Richard oh, yeah? I've never been a great I bet you give more than you know well, yeah, <laughs> not more than not more than you would like, but having, more than you would know. Having checked Google's updated uh, privacy policies, yeah, well, it's quite uh, sure now, isn't it? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just as, assume that. Uh, well, no, look, I, look, it should be no surprise, right? It should be no surprise that they wanted to, uh, I guess, consolidate and share and propagate information they're gathering about you. What is the uproar? What, what are people? What's the uproar? I Seems to be this real. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, even yeah, that kind of answer to the Senate and stuff. No, look, no, it's just uh, I think people have lived in this kind of uh, you know happy world of of, of myth. But, that, but the thing is, yeah. So they consolidated yeah. the eighty nine that they had. Yeah. How can you get upset? I mean, nobody reads them anyway. No. You just go, yeah, I agree to the terms of the service. I don't know what they are, but that's fine. Yeah, and if you were sharing the stuff so, between the sides, then cool. We we assume you were doing that anyway. But now you made it explicit. Yeah. Oh, you're like real. You. Oh, I don't know. I don't think really there ought to be too much of an uproar. It's really just confirmed what um, I suppose the geek savvy of us have already assumed anyway. But I was quite surprised because I went to the dashboard, the Google dashboard, and logged in, and I sort of said, you know, show me what things I've searched for. And I was almost a bit horrified actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, crikey! Because I, I don't log in to yeah. uh, Google very much. I don't log into Gmail and things on my browser. So I was actually quite surprised that it had shown those up. Uh, so I deleted that history and then said, "Don't anymore, please, please don't." Drink. Okay. Uh, and I often, you know, refresh or delete the cache, uh, cookie cache uh, on I, my browser. I find anyway. it kind of interesting because you know one of the things because there was another site that set up. I can't remember they were going to do search as well. And one of the big things was we're not going to try and learn anything about you. Every time you search, we'll be as dumb as if we don't know anything about no. you. Is that DuckDuckGo? Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was DuckDuckGo. Duck, Duck, yeah. yeah, well, they they would because that's yeah. the whole. Tin hat. That's um, right. So um, wearing crowd, right? and that, yeah, and that's fine. It's not I mean, very useful. That's a stupid name. Well, yeah. One of the things I liked about one of the things I actually like about Google is it, is it gives me more relevant results. I mean, mm. call me crazy, but I actually like my search to be relevant to me. So, for example, when I type in "wicket," right, arguably probably the right. most likely thing to Ewoks. come back is is Ewoks. Ewoks. See, for you, it would be Ewoks. <laughs> for the average punter, it's probably something to do with cricket. Yeah. For me, it's a Java um, user interface thing. Yeah. And so when I go back in and I'm thinking "wicket," yeah. I type a wicket, that will be the first result that comes back. And that's actually what I want. Useful for you. That's what I want. You know, if mm. DuckDuckGo gave me back something about cricket, I'd be like, who gives us stuff about cricket? <laughs> and I clearly like indicated I don't, because <laughs> I've never searched on yeah. cricket in my entire life. So. Yeah. No, the same for me. I think if it gave me that uh, Java framework, I'd You'd be, be like, like, what the... Freak. Come on, bring the Ewok. But it might give you, it might now give you the, the Wicket framework because it knows that you and I convey emails and it knows that I like the Wicket framework and therefore you might too. I'd be deeply, deeply disappointed. You would want to flush your cache again. <laughs> I'd be flushing my cache, flushing it multiple times. And one, not that environmentally friendly and uh, sensible half flush. Right. I'm talking about the full flush. You're going to flush it right into the ocean yeah. of information. Yeah. Hey, hey. Oh, so no, following from the you know, the GPS thing, you, we actually did get a uh, a response back. And we did. He, he responded to one of the comments, which I haven't actually got around to explaining. No, so no. I might have to quickly do that. So do that. one of the things about the GPS is, is um, you know, when you first bought a GPS, maybe you know, four or five years ago, they were like five, six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. You could you could spend a thousand dollars on these yeah. things. They were like a premium device, and then then their whole market got dissolved by the smartphones, more or less, over a very short period of time. And so suddenly they came down very rapidly in price. And so now when you open the box, um, there's very little in it, including no instruction manual. Oh, it's all downloaded? Uh, so it's all downloadable, yeah. um, but it doesn't even tell you where to go to download it. So you kind of have to navigate to the, the Garmin site <laughs> looking for some sort of indication of help. 
Not good design. Now, mm. as, I, as I said in the podcast, I blamed Apple for this because Apple started it with the iPhone, which is like, here's enough to get you started, but really yeah. it's so intuitive you should never have to ask, yeah. uh, which was all well and good. And I was, I was pleased I had someone to ask when I wanted to know how to cancel a phone call because uh, you know, <laughs> uh, that was not intuitive at all. But yeah, it makes sense in hindsight. Um, anyway, so I was, you know, so I did, did download the manual, but I left that behind because obviously, you know, it's a PDF and I don't take those on the road with me. So I was just kind of playing with it. And I ended up in the simulation mode. So, so I was in Taupo, and I told it I wanted to go to Rotorua. One of the interesting things about GPS is you can't say, I just want to go to Rotorua. You have to say, for example, I want to go to number 37 Main Road, Rotorua, which I can understand, completely correct. No, actually, you should be able to say, I want to go to the central like just, CBD yeah, just or something. Send, just send me, just, I just want a rough yeah. idea of, of what direction yeah. to go in. That's, that's bad design. It, it is bad design. Um, and so, um, so I put in something, whatever it was, and so I told it, I discovered it had the simulation mode. And because I was sitting in the car at the time and you know, wasn't actually going anywhere, I said, "Show me the simulation mode." And then and I, I don't know what I expected, but I kind of expected it to show me some key decision points, and then sort of yeah. skip the eighty-nine kilometres of straight driving, and then some more key decision points. And what it kind of did was it kind of almost sort of backed out of the driveway, and then in real time went up the <laughs> road, and then it went simulating in real speed. time around simulating, yeah. simulating my. Well, none of that. Actually, a lot slower than I would actually drive. <laughs> So it went around this corner, which was not a particularly sharp, a little bit sharp, but it slowed all the way down to 30 kilometres an hour, yeah. and then it's, and I thought, it's serious, is it yeah. going to do that like the whole way? And I, I don't know whether what it did once it got into the open road, because I got kind of bored as it was going yeah. into the roundabout at about 35 kilometres an hour, but I thought, serious, there's a use for this mode? This is just odd. It was and then, as it said in the podcast, yeah. I thought, call runnings. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember the, the yeah, movie yeah, running? And, and he had all the different pictures, the different corners, and he yeah. and he learned those. He learned those pictures. Ah, I was thinking maybe they visualized it. And yeah. then I sort of closed my eyes, and I thought, well, not obviously close my eyes because I can't, can't see the GPS. See the GPS thing, but yeah. the whole idea of just yeah, okay, I'm going to go left, and then I'm going to go right, and you know, just tilting left and right. Mm. I could optimize my driving performance to get myself to right or wrong. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, maybe if. Uh, you'd actually if they allowed you to hook that up to your computer and then provide like a driving simulation game Maybe. that would well, be more useful it did <laughs> remind me a little bit of um, Microsoft Flight Simulator you know which was kind of like yeah. you did all the things and then you took off and then it was like right this is a real simulator boring. of flying across America it's four <laughs> hours <laughs> of flying in a straight line it reminded me a bit of that uh, you know what I bet I bet that was actually a test mode a developer test mode and I thought what can Gee, we call that? Yeah, what can we? What could we, we actually? It? This is really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It serves no purpose, but man, we're going to make use of it. We just, yeah. you know, don't want to make it just a cookie or a. And I bet the flip side of that, yeah. right, is that um, because they developed it, there's some poor tester that has to test it. Yes. And they probably just sit there going, "Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah okay, yeah, no, I've got, I've got four minutes of this. I just, I'll just have a cup of tea. <laughs> I just have a cup of tea. Yeah, but you need to test for the for those edge conditions, Richard. Well, you know, for when you're uh, traveling, say across America, they didn't. Um, <laughs> They didn't test one of the things. I was I was using it just yesterday, and I was driving up the coast. And I, again, you know, it was this nice straight road. I didn't actually need it, but it yeah. was just on. And somehow it had managed to transpose um, two of the fields. So it, what it was, what it should have said was that I'm currently um, 64 meters above sea level, and I'm going to rely arrive in uh, at, at quarter past 11. What it actually said was. I'm going to arrive in 64M. And so I thought, oh, maybe that means, that's quite cool. Maybe that means I'm going to arrive in 64 minutes, but that's yeah. awfully quick. And then, of course, as I went up and down the road, it went 64, 63, 62, and then it went back up again. I thought, that's really weird. It's like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah and it's just because it transposed the labels. Did you uh, file a bug report on that? Yeah, well, I don't know. I was lucky not to die, actually. I was so distracted by <laughs> GPS. 
I'm trying to work yeah. out what exactly it meant. Because when it actually started, it actually started at about 90M, which is about right for the journey. So, right, of course, right. it was one of those, Seen, yeah. you know, the feedback loop had self-fulfilled and said, um, actually, that's quite I'll tell you what, those testers at Garmin uh, are they're focusing far too much on the simulation That's right, mode, and not on and the, not on the actual um, live mode. It's very true. disappointing. Maybe they tested the other 400 models they've got. Wow, true. Yeah. Anyway, so one of our, our listeners did provide feedback, as yeah. you said, and uh, he said that the simulation mode is quite useful when he goes running. So oh. you can imagine that. So I guess, and yeah. I can kind of imagine that because if you, you know you've got a particular route, you can yeah. probably think about oh, across the road there or or something like that. And so yeah, I can see it from a running perspective. Mm. But he did agree it was completely useless for cars. Hmm. Well, I was actually quite um, surprised that you would, you know, get some feedback on that, and it was heartening. So, thank uh, you. That, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. Can you remember the name of the reader? Uh, sorry, listener. Craig. Craig. Okay. That's if it's good. not Craig, maybe it's an anagram of Craig. Yeah. It rhymes with Craig. Yeah. What surprised me even more, Richard, was a. Um, I was an earlier. Um, like Craig, only Colin. Colin. <laughs> My brother's name's Colin. Is it? I wonder if it's your brother. No, no, it could be. Uh, we, oh, someone commented uh, a little while ago from an earlier podcast uh, praising Plex. You know, I know. Plex B, and I was. I chose I was, to ignore that. I was, I was really pleased. I felt vindicated because to date, no one's ever written back sort of saying, Boxy, yay. <laughs> so there you go, Richard. What intrigued me, though, um, was that the listener's name was Kate, uh, which could be short for Bob. That's true. Yeah, if you're or Colin. Black, black. <laughs> you're a, yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's, it just made me wonder. I, I'm assuming... Now, look, I'm going to go down a limb here. I'm going to assume that Kate is actually a woman. Okay, that seems a reasonable. woman's name. It seems reasonable. I'm going to I'm gonna assume that Colin's a man. Yeah, well, you yeah, met my brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but it just blew my mind the fact that there might actually be woman listeners that might listen to our ramblings. Because I know that, um, you know, my partner just, you know, doesn't find anything particularly interesting and... This world that we she listened on. to one though didn't she like the uh, only as well not, not the whole thing no no, no she, she listened to I didn't get my a, wife to listen a few to the moments one. just yeah. you know out of curiosity to wonder what you know what the hell we were doing I've uh, I've made my my daughter seemed quite interested but she's in that you know 15 16 year old age group which means she's she kind of does it to please her father yeah and ultra paranoid that her father might be embarrassing her online that's right yeah. she just wants to check that out she's <laughs> really doing it for quality yeah, control for her own right. life uh, yeah. reasons. Uh, she didn't invite me. I am I am allowed to look at her Facebook page. So, yeah, are you? There you go. Mm. So. Uh, so yeah, but the, this notion that there are you know female geeks yeah, out there, cool. kind of well, no, I knew they existed. Oh, of course, yeah. But to actually have one listen to us, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, awesome. It's very good. Yeah. Shame she likes Plex though. <laughs> well, no, that. I think. <laughs> I here I am. I'm attacking you. You know, I, I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like Poland just pre World War Two, really. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a strong platform from which to yeah. attack you from uh, the boxy platform. I have to say, actually, quite quite recently, I, I'm, I'm quite happy with my Seagate platform because, as you know, I've got one or two, right, one or two of these media don't players. So I have one. gone back in time to right. um, my Seagate one, which which just kind of works. Okay. Well, I saw a. Ma- the only reason that this reminded me of this is I saw in a magazine in uh, some magazine store. And it had a big boxy picture of a boxy on there, and there's just this—I can't remember the words of the headline—but it was—it was very positive. It's like, oh, the world, you know, praises the the coming of boxy. <laughs> it's like you know that um, it's called the Hajj. You know that place in um, I don't know if it's actually in Mecca or Medina. That big um thing that people. Uh, Muslim pilgrims go to okay. every year yep. and they circle it and they throw stones in it because I think it represents the devil or something. Okay. Sorry if I've offended or um, any Muslims or you know Dutch. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, it kind of looks like one of those things when I saw the picture. It's like this big black monolith, and, you know, I can imagine home theatre enthusiasts circling around it like you, but throwing stones at it because yeah. it's crap. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe other people have a, a much more positive experience. Well, clearly, anyway. But I, I, it was the magazine, it was the media, it was the press, and they tend to get these things Well, wrong. they're, they're not as discerning I, as people I like you I think I've seen this before, right? They, 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 they play with it in a very short yeah, period of time. They don't live with it. They don't live with it, and you've got to live with a device before. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of these people probably see them. Having said that, they said really negative things about the Apple TV too, and it actually mm. it's not that bad. You know, it's like it's a weird thing. It's like all they do is they tot up the specs and they tot up yeah. the and, and they have a quick look at it and does the interface seem useful? I mean, these are the people that praise the apps on this thing. The apps on this thing are crap. Right. Yes, it's like. Oh, it's got apps. It's got more apps than anybody else's apps, and they're all HTML5. Oh, must be good then. Yeah. If it's HTML5, it must be good. The fact that the HTML5 implementation is appalling, <laughs> and it's the worst YouTube implementation. Can I, can I go on? No, can actually, I go please on? don't. I, I think you need to seek some therapy for this, actually. Okay, well. And, and maybe start using Plex, you know, oh, well, because I'm, it's I'm, awesome. I'm using uh, did Seagate. I mention that? I'm using my Seagate. Yeah, which sounds really basic. <laughs> anyway, well, to me, look, these tech journalists, it's like they're going on a first date or something. You know, that. In the first flush of love, uh, everything's beautiful and wonderful, but they haven't actually gone through the day-to-day grind of living with some of these products. And after about you know a month or a few, it's a bit like when you move in with someone. You know, it takes yeah. a bit of time before that you become domesticated, and you find actually you know there's not, a lot of things you don't like about the person, yeah, and you're not spending as you know, much time like, with them as you thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I'm, I'm I'm not saying that that's our you know personal experience. Yeah, no, no, you no, love no, your no. wife. Yeah, you know, exactly. And and things. <laughs> Yeah, which is good because you know, and, and, you know, when it comes to real people, you don't you, you can't never, just you chuck never them in the graveyard, and you're not going to get a patch, are you? No, you'll never get a patch. No, no, because you, you always live in the hope that the next patch might suddenly make it something you love. <laughs> Do you find that with a with a device? It's like, yeah, you know, when you get a device, you think oh, it's a bit crap, and you hear there's a patch. Oh, actually, Apple TV coming back to Apple TV it was like that. I thought, oh, new version. Yeah, maybe the new version has volume control. Now, never will. No, it's never going to have volume control, is it? Because there's not enough buttons on the remote for yeah. one thing. Assuming I could find. I love that remote. Do you? I love that remote. It's a, bit it's a remote or just um, the fact that it looks nice? Both. Really? It is, I, I like the, um, the feel of it. And I, I used to like the little plastic one that Apple used to uh, package up with its laptops and computers. I don't know if you've ever saw those little... The white, uh, white one. one. They were quite cool too. Looks a bit like a Nokia Lumina. 800. Yeah, yeah, it does actually. It does. With, <laughs> Only um, much smaller. Yeah, and less screen yeah. and stuff, and more buttons. But no, the new silver one. I like it. It's a little bit slippery. It's, if your hand sweats, it can be a little bit dangerous. Yeah. But I do like it. I like how my thumb can just sort of nestle in the little grooves. I, I, I love I like the all feel those, of it. I like all those things. If only there'd be a yeah. few more grooves for volume. I look at it. Has kind of got volume. No, it has. Well, it does on Plex, I think. Oh no, it doesn't actually. No, you have no. to use it. Anyway, enough about that. Did you know that? Did you um, know that Dick Smith's um, is looking to close a whole bunch of shops in Australasia? I did. Like a hundred. I mean, this is like shutting down temples, Richard. I know. It's you know you can't you can't just do that. There, there must be an you know an uproar. Geeks across Australia. Well, they've got six hundred and six hundred and something, haven't That's they? A and, lot, isn't it? and um I don't you know be careful where I go with this, but I have to say that my experience of the Australian stores is that they're significantly worse than New Zealand stores. What, what do you mean worse? But but I will defend this by saying that my experience of the Australian stores is entirely limited to one. Really? So it is possible <laughs> I'm generalising that that one may not be a good representation of the other 500. Yeah. But but they, they were kind of cluttered, kind of radio shack 
they, they were they weren't very nice. Whereas no, no, they a lot are of now. the New Zealand They're ones nice. have been up in Australia. Oh, sorry, I assume that New Zealand has followed Australia in terms. Well, of I hope so. If, if they have, then I think yeah, they, yeah. They're, they'd be a lot better than they were. But there's still some some in New Zealand that are like that that are really just kind of that hobbyist. Not many though. No. Not many. They've all got that nice new kind of branding. North. Ah, yeah, but who 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 would even live in Palmerston North? Yeah. Probably offend some. So all well, I guess what I'm saying is that you know yeah. some of the people that some of the ones where they might be closing it down may not be the the ones that we're worried about because if they're going to close the ones we're worried about I think I think you know we'll protest we'll riot the, it'll be an occupied Dick Smith movement an, <laughs> an occupied but no you actually you occupy the things you don't like eh? or that uh, you're rallying against that's the occupy things no yeah. you just occupy to make a statement alright well, we're, we're going to like. occupy Dick Smith we're the 95% <laughs> yeah. we're the 95% yeah I've got nothing um, yeah. yeah no I'm going I'm to occupy Dick Smith I'm going to get my tent I'm going to get my kids there we're going to get collect all our little gadget things, even ones we didn't buy from Dick Smith, yeah, but ones that we wish they had, and we're going to make a statement that I uh, should not shoot. That's kind of interesting out. though, because I've got some sympathy for kind of the position that um, that uh, Woolworths is in, because what they said was essentially they went more mainstream and now they struggle to make a dollar, and, and I got some sympathy with that because actually Dick Smith went from one of those places you went to as a last resort to actually having some of the cheapest prices in town, even yeah. even competing pretty strongly with some of the online retailers. Do you think so? I actually do, yeah. So, uh, for example, if you want to go and get um, an SD card, they're, they're frequently yeah. within a dollar. But you um, wouldn't buy like a, um, other components like motherboards, hard drives, memory. No, no, no. no, no. Well, they don't thing. have them for one. Oh, yes, they do. What, motherboards? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure one, a couple of that I've been to have... They're, they're like one of the bigger ones, they're like okay. the PowerShop ones. Yeah, oh, I think okay. you can buy motherboards. You can definitely buy the other components like memory and hard drives. Yeah, uh, and you wouldn't want to buy those online if yeah. you can even buy them. Still, you know, motherboards. No, hard drives. Hard Thailand. Ah, oh, true. Keep up. True. Sorry, my apologies. I thought yeah. they were fixed. Well, the floods. Yeah, yeah, I guess they are. Okay. Yeah. So no, I'm a bit sad. I'm a bit concerned mm. about that because it's really. There are only certain, you know, places that geeks can really congregate and feel comfortable in large, uh, in large, you know, crowds. Yeah. And it feels like we're being pushed out of society, Richard. We're, we're being pushed out of the mainstream. That's true. So, but JB Hi-Fi is just not the same, is it? It's not. JB yeah. Hi-Fi is for the common person. It is, Richard. You know, because they sell things. By like common, you mean common. <laughs> the non, the non-tech, non-geek yeah. kind of people. You know, if you're well, only. In all fairness, Dick Smith's head dumbed itself down a bit as well. You know, yeah, but you couldn't you buy resistors very easily, and tra- you know, actual electronics. You can, yeah. There's that hardcore stuff if you want to. You can set up surveillance. Not systems. in the, not in the day-to-day stores. Well, the one in Johnsonville, you can, Richard, where I live. My, my, our local. Yeah. It has all those things. You go in there and little fiddly computer bits and electronic bits and things you need soldering irons for. Really? Yeah. Well, they phase most of that out. Well, no, they've you know they've still got a little bargain bin there with those little bits. <laughs> they managed to get rid of it. And, and and certainly, you know, they've got quite cool little home surveillance system. Okay, keep uh, bringing setups. that up, you freak. Well, I, I haven't got one. I Yet. just think it'd be quite. That's cool. I think yeah, like that idea. spying on people. Yeah, I could sit more on the outside to watch as people. Before you know, you'll have a predator drone. Oh, I'd like well, that. Back to that second or third episode when I talked about spyplanes.com. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, what do you think about this mega upload thing? Oh. It, it seems a bit weird, really, isn't it? That the New Zealand, little, you know, little old New Zealand, not even Australia, but little old New Zealand, we get all this uh, yeah. attention. We've got all the best criminals, eh? I, don't, I can't remember a time when New Zealand's been the centre of a tech story like yeah. that. So it was, it was actually quite it's fascinating. It's not the best, is it, really? No, not the best story, but, you know, it was did quite you, interesting. Did you read much of the background to it? 
Well, I uh, read like the Ars Technica kind of thing about him, um, Kim dot com. Yeah, it amazed me. Really, does it sound uh, does it sound like they have a case? Well, I I don't know because it was kind of like they, the argument was well we're an, we're an upload download service and well they were encouraging we're a file sharing service. yeah but they were encouraging people to upload copyrighted um, material so that other people would download and they would pay them to do it so it's quite unusual because there are a lot of so other, they specifically mentioned copyrighted material yeah yeah so there are a lot of I, other, I knew they rewarded so. people for getting downloads and therefore why no, no, application it, yeah apparently some of the email communication I, look I wasn't too worried I'm not too fussed by oh, that I was just, no I was just intrigued because you know the ones yeah. that I read didn't make mention of that and it was like well if you want to it sounds like Dropbox Dropbox with benefits, though. <laughs> Dropbox with benefits, exactly. <laughs> uh, what, what did um, interest me was kind of, I guess, the history and the background of the guy. I mean, look, I don't want to, you know, be nasty, but it, he did seem a a little bit odd, yeah, uh, and very egotistical, and um, d- had done a few dodgy, I guess, bordering well, yeah, criminal things. I mean, he was prosecuted for insider trading type activities and just doing fraudulent things. So he wasn't a person of particularly good character. Yeah. Um, and you know, but he lived but, an yeah. amazing lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. So, just say. to go full circle, having um, having accepted as a, him as a citizen of New Zealand, he was he free, wasn't a citizen. Free to then he move was to a, Australia. He was not a citizen. I don't. Uh, a resident was he? He was just a resident. I don't think he had permanent residency. He wasn't uh, allowed to buy, actually own big um, property things because of concerns about his character, which I guess played out. Yeah. So anyway, if the um, if the doors start getting busted down into this room I'm a little bit worried about getting extradited are you? yeah well because I'm sure that this um, podcast over time has infringed copyright or offended people offended people it's usually the offending people a few people. patents we probably uh, yeah. knocked off as well I'm a bit wor- more worried about offending the Dutch for example <laughs> uh, and potentially the United States more, more than that than the Muslims? well definitely I think I'm respectful to what about the Dutch Muslims? Religions. well you yeah, oh, they must hate you with an all consuming passion <laughs> Hey, look! I don't want to fuck with you know. No, exactly. So let's, let's <laughs> seriously. You've got to be careful with this. Exactly. Um, hey, can I talk about? Uh, this is going to. I'm going to talk about Apple. Can I talk about Apple? Oh, all right. So, um, yeah, for, for business yeah. for business reasons, um, I need an iOS. Uh, I need an iOS developer account. Sure. Okay. okay. So, so I applied for an iOS developer yeah. account. This is a bit tangential. I might Are you getting into iOS? iOS development. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, uh, yes, maybe. Yeah. Um, and so. So I decided. It said, do you want to register as an individual yeah. or a company? Um, you know, I'm in a, in, a, in, a, in a large multinational company of two. Yeah. So I said, I'll, I'll register as a company, and then I get this email back saying, we need to confirm that you are who you say you are, and that you belong to the company you say you are. Please fax this to us. Fax. Well, then you can't be dealing the US, with the real people. Uh, US fax and an international fax. That was a fishing. There was no. There was no. <laughs> there was no email this really? to us or uploaded to a web service. Or it was fax it. Maybe um, to an American company. That's your proof of being a co- a real company has a fax machine. Yeah, maybe. No, indeed, that may and be. They'll the probably fax back to me my serial key. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And maybe that's the whole way. Maybe that's why you know getting an approval through the app store is really slow. I just need to fax back and forth. Oh. I'm really concerned. I, I don't have a fax machine. Oh, fascinating. So, have you done this yet? No. no you got to maybe I, you can go to the post office. I always get really embarrassed about this because every time I go to use a fax machine, I always put the paper in the wrong way up. Yeah. And then of course they send a blank fax. Oh, I was going to say, you don't need to... Yeah, you do. You have to, yeah, put, yeah. You have to print it out first, well, don't you? Yeah, and then you, yeah. you have to put it in the machine. Yeah. Like a photocopy. Yeah, like a photocopy. But yeah. not. It's not as embarrassing when you photocopy it the wrong way around, because you just turn it back around and have another go, right? Yeah. It's kind of immediate, whereas fax is... Yeah, it's awkward. I'm sure they get well, that. You know. I wonder if, uh, you know, when the fax, fax machines on the receiving sides, whether they can apply an algorithm to determine where they've get... Because you'd imagine they get a lot of blank pages, because this would true. be a very typical mistake. 
And you think you could actually save paper on the receiving end by kind of getting the image and going, hmm, there's a lot of white space on this. There's really high probability that the monkey on the other end <laughs> put it in the wrong way and, like, just not print it out. I was thinking even smarter than that, though, because yeah. that's a really good thought. But what I was just thinking then um, was, what would be really good is, it, is as my scanner scans my fax, it scans both sides, and then the one on the other side says, look, that's blank, and it goes, oh, I tell you what, do you want me to send you the other side? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, can just Double send you the side. That would be a lot smarter. Yeah. I think the, you know, fax 2.0, that protocol, that's could right. incorporate those things. Could that go through the internet port? I definitely could. Yeah. You could probably multiplex multiple faxes down that internet port. Fax over IP. Fax. <laughs> fax 2.0 over IP. Yeah. IP6. Oh, that's just a blend of yeah. beautiful technology. Yeah, right, right. Buzzwords. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So you're going to give um, do a bit of. I have. Uh, yeah. And so my background is you know I've done uh, let me think basic, Pascal. Yeah. Uh, C. C. Yeah. C++, Java. Uh, and so, yeah, I was. Objective oh, C. I, I felt, yeah. And then I opened a Projective C and I thought, man, this is the ugliest code I've ever seen. Really? Do you yeah. Know? Oh, okay. It's got so many so many different styles oh, of little character annotation y, yeah. you know, like a minus, you know, instead of yeah. saying this is a static method, you use a, like a minus, I think. And if it's a public method, it's a plus. Yeah. It's like, why can't I just type public? For brevity. Uh, brevity. Well, exactly, right? Which is harking back to Perl. And, you know, Perl got hammered for the fact yeah. that. You could write the entire program in one line, and it'd be incomprehensible to anybody. What do you think about Xcode? It's quite a, you know, ugly. Don't you do think so? Oh, I quite like it. Got to remember, uh, you know, I'm going to be biased, right? right? I'm used to Eclipse. I've used Eclipse for eight years. You know, it's huge amounts of people put a lot of effort into making Eclipse usable. It's got a million plugins, and now you're going to some one company's close source view of the world, very proprietary. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll get there, but it's like. I feel kind of disappointed because it's one of those things. It's like uh, my business partner and I. We just we decided we'd have a client for iOS and a client for Android. Yeah. Uh, and because I had a Mac, I had to do the iOS one, and he gets to do Android, and Android's yeah. in Java, so there's almost no learning curve for him at all. Right. Ah. So is this for an application you guys are building, and you're yeah, you've yeah. got, and you just put, put it, it on the yeah. Ah, cool. Put it on the World Wide Web. Right. I mean, they put it on the World Wide Web, yeah. on the marketplace and the App Store. App Store. Yeah. Cool. Can I? I'll be able to like download it and, and buy it. And you will. Would I want to? Uh, can't say. Because, yeah. Well, I mean, I you're, you're on iOS, so probably whatever you get is going to be quite buggy. Right. Yeah. If you're running. Well, it depends. I don't know. It's. I, I'm guessing this is not a consumer app for me. People like me use. But no. anyway, that, that's it. They'll be fun. I'll, I'll listen to that with uh, great interest. I'll tell you how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, you got to give these things a go. Hey, let's, um, I was reading. I've been doing a lot of reading lately. Just, you know, fiction reading, trashy novels. I won't even say who. I don't want to say because it would embarrass me. Okay. Uh, but what I found fascinating was um, that, you know, these stories often touch on technology and the IT world. They're not, That's right, yeah. they're not um, geek stories. They're not cyberpunk stories. But they often have people who are involved in things like espionage and they have to use technology because they're part of the intelligence community and stuff. And I was actually um, quite amazed about how off some of the writing was, you know, some of the text stuff. Because, you know, there was a description about how one of the characters, um, you know, whipped out his portable Firewire hard drive. And I was thinking, you know, Firewire sounds a lot cooler than USB. So I'm kind of guessing the author decided to use Firewire. Yeah. Um, well, because of the sound. Yeah, well, it, may, it sounded fast. And he may, I don't know whether he was a Mac user or anything, because, you know, Macs in the old days didn't have more Firewire than USB. But it just made me think, like, 
No one has fire. Very few people, you know. I did. You, you did, but you didn't Where have you a whip lot it out from, though? Yeah, well, you know, you, if you went and bought one nowadays, it's more likely to have USB. Yeah. So to have this in a, in a, you know, a book, a popular fiction, you know, book, to say, oh, you know, bring out a firewire drive, I'm like, oh, that, that, that's just wrong. That was silly. But also there was a really, um, the other bit about it uh, was that he talked about writing 60-plus gigabytes of data to a DVD. And I thought, you can't even do that to a Blu-ray, no, right? To right. a double yeah. so Blu-ray. So I thought, you know, this person did no research whatsoever. Yeah. So, you know, I could forgive one, but the um, egregious error of trying to write, you know, a, a reasonable amount of data to a DVD and doing that really quickly before, you know, getting caught yeah. by the bad guys. I would have thought you'd get, like, an overflow. Yeah, well, no. No, it was just, you know, yeah, so. it, was, it was just completely bypassed. And to me, it and just... not only that, but, you know, exactly, you wouldn't be able to write it quickly, even if you could. Yeah, it would take, take freaking for ages, you know. Yeah, it would take forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah, to copy the entire hard drive. Let's say you had 60 gigabytes on, on the internal drive, copying over Firewire, Firewire 400. Um, well, it's still about similar speed to USB 2, so it'll take a fair amount of time. The guy's going to be waiting there for a while. That's true. Didn't say... I'm assuming it was a... Um, Powered off the um, off the Firewire bus, so not yeah. external, so you didn't have a plug. But yeah, silly, silly Very stuff. Silly. But you know, it just made me realise that there's a lot of a lot of um, you know tech writing and tech uh, assumptions out in the real world. And whereas you know, we were authors, it would be technically accurate, but a poor story. Yeah, well, exactly. And actually, if it mentioned anything to do with say human relations, it would get that incredibly wrong. The dialogue would be rubbish. Yeah, I'm sure, exactly. Because, you know, talking to people, <laughs> Ooh. feelings, Ooh. all that yeah. kind of stuff, emotions. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, mm. no. I've been reading too. Have I've you? been reading not just two, but iBooks too. Okay. Have you downloaded the latest version of iBooks? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. I was kind of excited about this. So, uh, on the you know, on you take your pick, Android or, or iPad, you can get these interactive books, right? And some of them are very good. You know, the, kid, the kids really enjoy them. So, first one I ever saw was Pop Out Peter Rabbit. Uh, and so you yeah. could read Peter Rabbit. It could read to you. You could touch the words. It would read the word to you. Yeah, you can play with it's the play with the pictures. No, it's not on iBooks. Oh, it was it's an app. It's an app. Yeah. Um, but it kind of showed you how you could do it right. Yeah. And then iBooks too, I think, tried to copy that and showed how you, how wrong you can get it. <laughs> um, and so I tried it out yesterday uh, with my three year old son. Yeah. And so I downloaded. I might add, I had to fully upgrade. I had to upgrade the the iPad to iOS five to get this. That's how hard I went. How much effort yeah, I went to, wow, to do this. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. Um, and so. Um, so the free book they were giving away was The Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. Oh, right. Which was a little odd, but that's okay. Is that really child-friendly? Yeah, uh, well, it, it is, because most children don't realise it's about people smoking dope. <laughs> so, so they were quite... <laughs> oh, I didn't either until now, Richard. Oh, my <laughs> they, goodness. Uh, he was quite happy with that. Naughty Beatles. But, but it's kind of... Um, the whole interaction style was very confusing. So mm. in iBooks, for example, the first thing you open it up and you can't see... The, you see most of one page and you see... A bit of the other page, and so you've kind of got to scroll back and forth, yeah. or you pinch zoom in and zoom out to try and get it to fit to your device. And so that was kind of like, well, that was clumsy. And my poor son was forever double tapping something and making it zoom in crazily yeah. big, and then me having to fight him to resize it. And then quite often, some of the interactive things you'd, you'd go to touch the interactive thing, and you get one of two effects, or one of three effects. One, it would do the thing you wanted if you were lucky. Yeah. Second, it would go, oh, I think you're trying to turn the page, and it would turn the page, and you'd go. Oh, I didn't want to turn the page, and then you have to go turn it back. Or thirdly, and this was quite bizarre, is you get a big blue box as if it could cut and paste. <laughs> just like, <laughs> and so, and so the, the poor kid's looking at it going, I just want, I wanted the bubble to bop. Yeah. Hey, I'm, oh, I'm really sorry, son. Look, it's yeah. sort of thought you wanting to cut and paste. 
and then it had embedded videos, which again is a nice idea. But when you when you've got to touch them, and I apologise, I've got an iPod one as iPad one as opposed to an iPad two, so maybe it's just not fast enough. Yeah, it wouldn't start fast enough. So of course you touch it again, and it would go. Oh, I think, I think you're trying to turn the page. All yeah. oh, right, and so it would turn the page again, and then you'd be like, oh my. God. And so we got I, we fought our way through I don't know how many pages, yeah. and in the end he said. This is really good, Dad, but can I, can I read the other one? <laughs> and so we went back to the non-iBooks. Oh, so well, I right. hope they continue yeah. to evolve it, because the interactive book concept is still very good, and obviously for older kids who who maybe have more tolerance for yeah. awkward interfaces, so they've been brought up on a Windows, um, you know, they'll, you know, they'll persevere. But. I downloaded, um, it was a sample of a textbook. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the textbook. It was some kind of nature text. That was like it, 2 gig. Oh, no, the full book is, yeah. But oh, you can okay. download a sample, it's probably 100 or 200 megabytes. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it caused the iBooks 2 to crash two or three times <laughs> before I could actually get it to um, start out reliably. And I right. still don't know. I've, I've kind of almost frightened of it now. I yeah. don't want to do it. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, didn't, it wasn't particularly stable. I don't know whether that was because it was, you know, my... I, I've got an iPad 1, but I do keep the firmware up to date. So I'm really a bit confused as to what that is. And so I really was put off downloading the full two gigabyte experience. But I like the idea, and the bits that I saw were very good. That's it. The idea yeah. is good. It's just yeah. maybe a little bit It's just bit a matter of time. Of time. Just yeah. a matter of time. Uh, I, I do like it. I've, I think I've tried some of those other things, like the Alice in Wonderland you know, yeah. little app, which is a book. And they're kind of cool. They're a bit gimmicky. I'm not too sure you know, they've got a lot of replay value. What, what worked for me are those um, these things like I've got the Lorax and oh, what's the other one? Cat in the Hat comes back, I think. Or okay. Cat in the Hat. Yeah. I've got those as um, little e-books. But they, again, they're little apps. Yeah. But they work really well. Yeah. And, and they're very well designed around um, children. So, yeah, you know, exactly. my daughter, who's almost two, you know, she can touch it and she likes pressing the things and hearing the noises. Uh, she can sometimes stop touching it, which is useful when you want it to do the autoplay, auto-read. You actually don't want people That's right, yeah, yeah, around with it. Yeah. So, yeah, that works pretty well. Mm. Um, I'm hoping those other ones can kind of get to that point. Yeah. But they are sort of designed to, to be used probably more by, you know, older children, I think, rather yeah, than young true. kids. Interestingly, they also they also launched at the same time the iBooks Writer. Yeah, yeah, I d- play with that. It's a little bit, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and so, so yeah, coming back to the fact that we could write a technically yeah. accurate but socially awkward book you know, <laughs> yeah. and publish it, there's your, yeah. there's your opportunity. Yeah. Just tangentially, I might add, when I signed up to become an iOS developer, it did say what sort of Mac application would I like to write, and I didn't tick any of the boxes, yeah. and it said I had to tick one. Ooh. I said, I don't, I don't want to write for this platform. So I just chose Lifestyle because I don't really know what that means. <laughs> Well, you know that if you do, it might it might stick into the lifestyle apps uh, section. Is that okay? I don't know. It, is Martha Stewart in there? It, it, I think it would be. No, and things like recipes. Is Kim dot com in there as who? Yeah. Oh man. I might name, change my name to Richard dot com. You could. You mean, is it like a personalized plate? Do you have to it, buy it off him? No. 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 Okay. And we could, uh, you know, help differentiate ourselves a bit better. That's than true. F and S. True. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I think we're starting to run out of time, actually. I get, yeah, I've got to go to a, I've got to get yeah. back to a meeting. So we'll hey, but lunch um, hour, so. just one more thing. One more thing. Uh, just before I came here, actually, uh, this just dropped into my pocket, and this is the oh, uh, far out the Windows Phone. Wow, that's a Lumia. Is that Lumia eight hundred? Okay. Wow, that's beautiful, Richard. <laughs> is this on loan? It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, the funny thing about this is, can you turn it off? <laughs> no. The, the guy that lent it to me actually was leaning out the car and he just gave it to, oh there we go he gave it to me and yeah. it was already turned on so I suddenly thought I actually don't know how to turn it on if it's not on yeah. uh, and so yeah so what 
We're not going to talk about it this time, no. but I would just say that wow. it's now in our position. We've been lent a Lumina. Look at that screen. It's a beautiful. Lumina 800. Lumia. 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 Uh, my one's a Lumina. Yours is a Lumia. Yeah. A Lumia 800. And um, yeah, we're going to play with that. We're going to talk about that next oh, time. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. That's lucky. You're lucky. Oh, we're going to play that. All right. Well, hey, thanks for geeking out with us. We're the Ministry of Geek.